Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. So uh, this episode is going to be actually our first wild card episode um, that we're releasing because we have to take a week off. Mm-hmm. So we hope everyone likes it. And it's also kind of a teaser. So you see what you're going to get with your Patreon support if you decide to go that route. It's only a dollar a month and you get two of these kind of episodes. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to uh, talk a little bit about our PayPal that we just set up because we are moving away from each other for the first well, time. Austin's moving I away. I am moving from away. Me. Yes. So everyone, also, I'll give you the address. You guys have to egg her house. No, I do not have a house. <laughs> egg her apartment. <laughs> so obviously, two different places means mm-hmm. double the equipment. Right. And we have a lot of equipment that we can use, but we still need some more so that we can keep up the podcast and I, all that. I, I am not what you would say in the 21st century <laughs> with the equipment I have at my disposal. Yes. So um, I'm working off of a, a broken Chromebook. Chromebook. So which doesn't really do all the things I you need. in high school for $150. Yes. So we're trying to raise... About three hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and that will all go towards equipment yeah. to keep up the show. Promise, we're not buying drugs with it. We're, we're not buying drugs. I wish. I wish I didn't have we're anything not else to be, buy but drugs. <laughs> we're not going like, to be rolling around in a Maserati that costs three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so our PayPal is paypal.me slash hell and high horror and if everyone who listened gave one dollar we would have a lot more we than would that, have a lot more than needed we only need 350 people to give one dollar yes but if putting it in that those terms makes it sound really easy um but please, we'll see please I'm yes cool. <laughs> and obviously thank you so much to our patreon supporters yes. because they that's a big help yeah i mean month. that's monthly so they make that commitment, yeah. and it really helps support the show. Uh, this is just kind of an emergency. Yeah, it's just kind of like we need it. We b- need it. Yeah, the... we kind of need it in the next month to continue. Ish, yeah. yeah, we're going to try to back record some episodes. We're going to really try to keep up, and to do that, we need this yeah. equipment. So, like I said before, it's paypal.me slash horror. It's under my name. It says Austin M. Castelli because it needed, like, a legal name. Because take all the money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it has our artwork 
as its mm -hmm. icon. So we hope everyone, well, not everyone, some of you at least enough yeah. feel like the show is worth a dollar. I mean, I'd hope everyone bit. felt like it was worth a dollar, <laughs> even if you can't give a dollar. I'd hope yes. you'd at least feel like we were worth the dollar. Yes, we hope. And we're a cheap date. <laughs> we Just are. We, we're only asking for a dollar from 350 people. And um, thank oh, you for, we already have, yes, didn't like two people donate already? Some people donated and I want to say thank you to them. So uh, we'd really like to thank uh, Chelsea mm -hmm. and Jessica who have already donated to our PayPal to keep the show going. Thank you so much. You guys were immediately on that and we're so thankful. And then before we get you into this episode, we also wanted to talk about a message we received on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, it was from a concerned listener. So this listener uh, sent us a message and was concerned about some comments we made in episode 65. And they felt that the underlying message that kind of came with some of those comments was very negative. And we totally understand what they're saying. They were very put off by the way we discussed mm -hmm. mental health in that episode. And we really want to take this opportunity to set a good example, to acknowledge our mistakes and acknowledge that just because, you know, we have two microphones and we edit audio doesn't mean right. that we know everything. Right. Um, and also, we're just kind of like talking and we have known each other for a long time. So when we say something to one another, sometimes we already know like the background where they're coming from. Yes. So like I told this listener a little bit about my dad because I was kind of coming from a personal angle, mm -hmm. but I wasn't saying that I was coming from a personal angle. Yes. So it, it sounded very much like I was coming and I was talking generally, it was mostly about bipolar, mm -hmm. generally about bipolar when I met like my one specific case. Yeah. And obviously both of our views are colored by personal experience. Mm -hmm. um, we both suffer with mental health issues, mm -hmm. although none as severe as a lot of people suffer with. Like ones that, um, like we were talking about bipolar, schizophrenia, right. that's mainly yeah. uh, the issues that were being discussed Mentioned, in yeah. that episode. But we we absolutely see where we were wrong in that. We're learning. This is a lesson we've learned. And we don't want to shrug off concerns like that that listeners bring to us because we do want to be responsible. We want to learn. Right. Um, and we don't want to come off as alienating a specific group or you know sounding ignorant about something because we don't want to be that. Right. And also, this listener brought up a good point where they said like you know schizophrenia and bipolar disorder are very different which yes they are we yeah. know that mm -hmm. we know that yeah but when we're just talking sometimes we just switch from one subject to the next to the yeah, next a lot gets lost so it can kind of sound like mm -hmm. maybe we're generalizing it and we don't want to feel we don't want to make you feel anyone out there who has bipolar let's say we don't want you to feel like oh now like should I be ashamed of it? Should mm -hmm. I be worried about it? You know, again, I was coming from a personal, because I was talking about violence, I yes. think was the, mm -hmm. the topic. And I have people in my life who are bipolar and choose not to take their medicine and get help for it. Mm -hmm. And they are very violent, dangerous people, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's in no way, does that reflect the majority think, of people I don't with think that. most yeah. people, I, I know a lot of bipolar people who are totally normal people, yep. living their life, not dangerous, not... 
you know, even bipolar people who don't take their medicine, not all of those people are necessarily no. violent. Mm-mm. Like, it was just a personal case, and I just said it incorrectly. Yeah, it was absolutely just uh, our personal experiences coming through in a situation where, you know, across a podcast, you don't get all that background right. information. And it can come off as generalizing and all that, but we absolutely do not yeah. feel that way yeah. about people with mental illness. Like I said, we both have had struggles. We know a lot of people who've struggled mm-hmm. um, with mental illness. And we just, like I said before, we wanted to take this moment to correct ourselves, to right. assure everyone that we're going to be better, um, mm-hmm. to thank this listener. I don't want to shout them out because I don't know if they're comfortable yeah, with that. For bringing that concern to our attention. And yeah, we just yeah. want to let everyone know and that you know, we're not sitting here judging you. Right. No. For your struggles. I, yeah. And also, we're going to try our best to never do it again, obviously. Yeah. But we're people yeah. and people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we do it again. Call us out again. This person was very nice. They so weren't nice. like, fuck yes. you. Fuck what you yeah. said. Yeah. They were like, hey, I don't think, you know. Yes. Don't attack us personally. Yeah, we don't Obviously, like that. we're going to be like, eh. But like, you know, if we say something that rubs you the wrong way in any way or form, shape mm-hmm. or form, you know, you can obviously message us and be like, yeah. hey. You know, because once I explained myself to this listener, they were like, yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Like, I feel so that much better. Makes, I totally yes. understand. And we're, yeah, we're yeah. not here to make anyone feel uncomfortable. We're yeah. here to laugh at horrible people mm-hmm. and to bring you a little bit of entertainment, but a lot of awareness. Yes. So in keeping with that, we really wanted to get on and discuss uh, this because as soon as I saw that message, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe that. Like, I didn't even realize it came across right. like that and how some people would feel hearing that. And I just felt awful. Yeah. And so, I, I responded pretty quickly yeah. because I wanted them to know that I was speaking. You know, when you get the backstory, people are more likely to kind of understand, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, because, you know, I wanted them to know that this was a personal place for mm-hmm. me and that if I had said something that came off across as yeah. judgy or whatever that I totally did not mean that mm-hmm. and that I never mean that and that you yeah, know Yeah, we we don't. We don't mean like I mean we keep repeating it, but yeah, we don't feel that way yeah. about a general population it's just that this has a particular person in my life issue. is yes. very black and white. Mm-hmm. It's either they take their medicine and they're they're okay. Mm-hmm. Let's not say they're fine. They're okay. <laughs> or they don't take their medicine and they're a dangerous person. And yeah. I think we were talking about like going in a park or something yeah and And I was like if someone doesn't take their medicine or I don't know what I said but it it was very the person in the story I think was schizophrenic but Mm -hmm. I was talking about bipolar yeah because I was just I was trying to bring a personal element of like yeah if I knew you know yeah yeah and but I said person because I didn't want to shout out the specifics to save you Mm -hmm. know for privacy reason I didn't want to be like blank blank has bipolar disorder, and I wouldn't go on a walk. So I was just (laughs) like, I know people with, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and listen, we all have personal experiences that color how we view things. So um, sometimes that seeps through into the podcast, and we try not to do that without giving background. But, um, I mean, it happens. Right. (laughs) No, we we are um, just 60%. Give us the the benefit of the doubt. Yes. We're always and and we are open to being um, respectfully educated. No, yeah, no, definitely shut us out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't just be like, eh, fuck these girls. Like, if we, even if you don't agree with what we're doing, like, if we did something and you were like, I'm never listening again, but you sounded, you know, really 
whatever in this episode, mm-hmm. then at least let us know because we'd still want to know that. Yeah, like and if we, we want to process something. Let, we are growing and evolving people, yeah. and we we like to be better. Like everyone could look back at things they've said years ago and being like, "Wow, I can't believe I said yeah. something that ignorant or stupid." And it's the it's the Jeffrey Star dilemma. <laughs> Yes, the Jeffree Star dilemma. Uh, so we just wanted to address that. We wanted to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to let you guys know uh, our intentions and um, ha- that we are committed to yeah. to really, you know, going forward to making this a lesson. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you all. I burnt it into my arm just like Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she made me write it over and uh-huh. over again. Like Bart With Simpson. a magic quill. Yep. <laughs> So, um, enjoy this episode. Uh, we're yeah. sorry we couldn't record this week. I had some of my cervix removed. Yeah, so I was on vacation. Fun time, yes. With my family, though, so who was in morphine? That's not a no. <laughs> yes. That's not a vacation. <laughs> so, we hope you enjoy this. We hope after hearing it, you might consider joining our Patreon page. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. And enjoy it, everyone. Yeah. So, happy hauntings. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So this is our first wild card episode for mm-hmm. our Patreon supporters. Yay. You unanimously voted against You're all continu- with me. continuing the news episodes. News. Nobody likes news. Nobody likes the news. <laughs> so we're going to switch off and tell each other uh-huh. stories. They're usually like, you know, true stories, but that don't really fit into our normal subjects. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, like we'd have to get really specific or or maybe they're like. A little bit of everything or... Yeah, or it's just not enough information to right. really be one of our topics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kick us off. Okay. Because I found this story that I really want to tell Reppy about. Okay. And it is the story of a man named Tarar. Mm-hmm. It's also pronounced Tarare, okay. but I'm going to say Tarar because, you know, he's French and that's not my language. Well, I feel like both of those don't sound very French. I think like there's more of an a rolling your R. I feel to like it. it would be like what's French? It's like like terrar, telale. Yeah, something like that. Tell-a-le. But we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Yeah, because uh, the no. only way I can think about how to make a French accent, this mm-hmm. is so bad, is I Pepe think of people. No, I think of <laughs> belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like okay, now Pepe. make that. It's make like that when, French. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to. Who was I talking to? It might have been Elise. I was like when you are trying to do a Aussie accent, you just ask everything what gets a question, like uh-huh. like every little word. Yeah. And she was like, I never really even <laughs> thought about it. Because she was like, it's so hard to do an Australian accent. And I was like, just question everything. <laughs> That's the trick. Yep. Well, so, Tarare was born in 17... 17- you said you were going to go with Tarar. Keep your story tarar, straight. Tarar, <laughs> Tarare. Boom, boom, Tarar. That's actually where his name comes from. I'll explain that. Okay. Um, so Tarar was born in seventeen seventy two in rural France near Lyon. Okay. His parents I know exactly where that is. Yes, we all do. Who doesn't? Who doesn't know the geography of Paris? Um, no, that's just the of it, France. It's just of France, yes. Paris. <laughs> His parents were farmers and they noticed quickly that their child had an insatiable appetite by his teen years. He could consume his own body weight and food each day. Okay, same. (laughs) (laughs) And it usually came in the form of a quarter of a cow. That's what he would eat. Okay, let's go. I don't know what the... (laughs) 
that sounds great my brothers could also do that i've seen my brother eat like five dozen eggs in one day really yeah because they're animals because of this his parents could not afford to feed him and they sent him away they were just like listen kid you can't eat all our cows. Why wouldn't they just Bye. be like, you have to eat less? Because he couldn't. They were just, you, you keep just give him anything less. they have in the house, he would eat. You just lock it. Lock it down. <laughs> Back then, they didn't have that. They didn't that have That method down. No. <laughs> so they were just like, bye. Okay, leave. that seems better. They could have just killed them. They could have, but they didn't. <laughs> In order to be able to feed himself, Tawar began associating with a band of roaming thieves and sex workers. He stole food often, but soon found a more stable job, which was performing with a traveling sideshow. (laughs) Okay, what was his talent? He could eat enormous quantities of things or things that no one should eat ever. Okay, I don't, again, I don't see this as like well, this extreme thing. We'll get it. I could it. also eat half a cow. <laughs> you should see me at a taco bar. So his birth name is unknown, but the nickname that he's known by is a reference to his chronic flatulence. Because back then, there was this term that was for like an explosion, but it was kind of slang for when someone farted. And it was uh-huh. boom, boom, tarar. Okay. And so everyone called him tarar. He, I wonder what it means, like, in English. Like, it's I wonder like what it kaboom oh, okay. or something. That kind of thing. I like that. <laughs> I like thinking it's kaboom because then the whole thing would be boom, boom, kaboom. Yeah, it's, it's like and that. that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so he weighed around 100 pounds and was slim and of average height. Oh, see, now that's why. If he We're was 600 pounds, then no one would care. No, then he'd just be the head of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating yeah. competition. He'd be great. Well... Professional eaters are actually normally very sweet. Yeah, because they count out their calories and stuff. Apparently. Well, also, normally their metabolisms are so quick. Yeah, and I heard that to stretch their stomach, they eat, like, large amounts of very low-calorie foods mm-hmm. so that they don't gain weight. Like, they'll eat a bunch of cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. Very Plus strange. stuff like that has water in it and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it like, hydrates you, and, too. And it, like, expands in your mm-hmm. tummy. Like, um... Oh, it's so gross. But like <laughs> when you see them eat hot dogs and they soak I, all the stuff in oh, the water. Oh, I hate it. I hate when they do that. <laughs> it is I so want to be in a hot dog eating contest, but just for like the free hot dogs. Yeah, I know, right? Just I don't need to dogs. win. I just want to eat like four or five hot dogs. They're free, right? They're free. <laughs> Tarar was known to have unusually soft blonde hair, but he also had a really wide mouth. His teeth were heavily stained and they were bordered by extremely thin lips. Ew. His molars were worn down from excessive chewing. If he had not eaten in a while, his skin would become noticeably loose on his frame. Oh my god, does he have that disease? What disease? The disease where your skin becomes loose? No. Oh. This we'll go into some theories about what he That'd has. Be fun. But so Although this, I don't think excessive eating would cure that, or no. else, I mean, people would just eat a lot of things. Yeah, head. right? That, see, that would be great. Yeah. The whole eating a shit ton and not gaining weight seems amazing yeah. so far. I mean, again, it's just how my brothers were for a long, <laughs> long time. And then they hit 30, and then they gain all the weight. Yeah, and they have to stop. It's like, ha-ha, I did that forever. I know how to, <laughs> I know how to handle this. <laughs> he actually was able to gather his hanging stomach skin and could wrap it all the way around his Ew, waist. Why does he have skin like that? Th- that's how he is when he hasn't eaten. But yeah. when he had just eaten, his stomach ballooned outward as if he was pregnant. 
Oh, pet yeah. <laughs> He was not. He was full of cow. <laughs> he had a little cow, baby. <laughs> little calf, but it's just meat. <laughs> His cheeks were large and distended. And he could fit 12 eggs or 24 apples in his mouth at once. Okay, now here's the thing. Yeah. There was a girl in my class. Did I tell you about her? <laughs> I don't think so. I hate talking about high school. And she was in my, my anatomy class. Mm-hmm. And then she was just gone for two weeks. And we were oh, like, wait, what the you hell told happened? me about that girl. She had some, some disease. Yes, but yeah. her cheeks were distended <gasps> and like kind of. It looked like she was kind of a chipmunk all the time, but not... Were they full? Not or full. Or flappy? No. It was like if you took all the nuts out of a cheap, a chipmunk's cheek, but mm-hmm. instead of like sucking back in, they just flopped. Oh, okay. Like kind of like a bulldog. Yeah, she like had, jowls. Yeah, she had like a huge... Mm-hmm. But like you could tell they weren't just jowls type of thing. Yeah. And it turned out she had a horrible disease. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's dead. It happens. <laughs> yeah, we, we Googled that one time because she was gone for like a month. Mm-hmm. And... In it, it was like, they're not expected to live past, like, 21 or whatever. Oh, no. And then we were like, oh, my God, she died. But then she yeah. came back. She was just on vacation. Oh, but, that's good. <laughs> but we really were like, oh, my God, we feel so bad. This girl's definitely dead. Yeah, and she has jowls. So. Yeah, well, that was... <laughs> Comes with it. The, the real issue was going on inside. That yeah. That was just... That, it wasn't the outside. Yeah. The outside was just a reflection of yeah. the bad. I think her skin was something where, like... Her muscles mm-hmm. were deteriorating. So anything that, like, your cheeks and stuff like that, when you smile and stuff, that's all muscle. Oh, yeah. So, like, she didn't oh. have that. So all so the skin. So it just droop. Yeah. So it wasn't just, like, a layer of skin when you're, like, bigger or, mm-hmm. you know, or older. It was, like, all the oh, muscles ooh. that had. So, yeah. Yeah. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well. So that's what this guy had. Yes. The end. No. <laughs> I've solved it. <laughs> so he also was constantly hot to the touch. And constantly sweating. Well, he emitted. Maybe he was allergic to all the food he was eating. <laughs> he emitted a foul body odor, which was so intense that it kept others away from him. Shower a lot. Uh, well, Back it's the seventeen hundreds. The seventeen hundreds in France. Yeah, so, so there's no deodorant. But also, that means that everyone else was like, "We smell bad." Yeah, but everyone this guy smelled takes like the shit. But that cake. guy smelled like toxic yeah. waste. Like what I imagine the Grinch's lair to smell like. <laughs> yes, exactly. When his socks ran Very away. sweaty. <laughs> yeah. So the smell only got more intense after he had eaten, and his body became so hot that noticeable vapor would rise from his skin. Ew. Yeah. And also he farted a lot. Constant diarrhea, too. Ew. So, yeah. He had chronic diarrhea. But besides that, he had no other intestinal distress from his eating habits. He did not vomit I mean, often. Isn't that enough? <laughs> that you think that would be farting enough. and pooping all the time. All the time. I feel like Constantly. that's the worst. What else kind of distress could you have? Well, he growing didn't, up, he didn't vomit. It. He never gained weight, and he had no signs of mental illness or unusual behavior, except for what some called quote a complete lack of force and ideas. So basically, so he's stupid. Well, no, not stupid. He was of average intelligence, but they said he was really boring. Like oh. he's a boring dude to have a conversation like he was with. Like, I just want to eat. Yeah, that's it. The end. Uh, some believe that hyperthyroidism may have been the cause of his extreme appetite and rapid weight loss. Others think that he could have at some point sustained damage to his amygdala, which could have caused the yeah. excessive hunger or a condition called polyphagia, which can be caused when the body lacks glucose reactions. Mm-hmm. Other 
ideas were that maybe he was diabetic, but it's... Yeah, but he would have yeah. had so many issues with that. Well, and people with diabetes can't eat like he can eat, you Well, know? sometimes they can because you're producing, when your blood sugar's really, really, really high, yeah. it, it kicks your body into overdrive. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandpa has a really hard time gaining weight. Yeah. Because he has diabetes and his blood sugar's always really high mm-hmm. instead of really low. And so he can't gain weight because the the thyroid and everything else kicks in and the you're breaking down so much food that it's like you just can't eat. And yeah. so like with my grandpa, he's constantly losing weight because he can't eat anyway because he's so mm-hmm. old. But with a guy like this, he might just be eating enough to be staying the same. Yeah. Well, but so the thing it doesn't explain is it doesn't explain how can he can eat so much at once and his physical characteristics. Well, and, well, and also... I mean, you could only, I can only imagine you would die very quickly if your blood sugar was always like, yeah. like, I mean, my grandpa's blood sugar is sometimes in like the 300s mm-hmm. and he probably has insulin. Or, right. Yeah. Right. And, but when he feels like that, he, I mean, he's, yeah. he, he's like close to death's door, mm-hmm. you know? So I can't imagine Back someone then. would have that much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and still be able to live yeah. for years and years and yeah. years. You would think he, they would just die. Yeah, especially with no After, medical like, treatment some or months. anything. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, in his late teens, he joined a traveling sideshow troupe. In order to draw in crowds, he would swallow corks, stones, and even live animals. Why? Why? For what reason? Because it entertained people. They I would never want to see that. If you were like, hey. didn't have Netflix. <laughs> hey, there's a carnival in town. Great. There's sideshows. Love it. There's a guy who can swallow a mouse. You know what? <laughs> well, that's I'll not. I'll stay home. That's not all he swallowed. Um, sometimes, to show squirrel. off. I hope it's a squirrel. <laughs> Sometimes to show off uh, just how accommodating his stomach was, he would ingest an entire basket of apples or copious amounts of delicacies like snake meat. In 1788, Tarar was tired of traveling and settled in Paris to work as a street performer. According to historic accounts, Tarar was generally successful in his role. However, on one occasion during a performance, he suffered from a bowel obstruction. Uh, yeah he collapsed and onlookers carried him to a nearby hospital where he was treated with intense laxatives yeah that's what you gotta do After, those will kill you quick bowel <laughs> yeah and but i couldn't find anywhere what was obstructing it well it's probably just excessive amounts of waste it could be like normally bowel obstructions aren't from like an actual o- object well, from what i understand from all the er shows I've watched, <laughs> the true ones not yes the fake ones. they're from like your bowel twisting because mm-hmm. it's oh, it's like moving around and stuff because there's so much stuff it twists and then the feces or whatever Gets can't stuck. go through yeah and okay. then eventually it can burst and that's what will kill you yeah because then it's waste throughout your body yeah, you'll and that's die real quick. bad you'll die yeah within like a half hour i'm pretty sure i'm pretty yeah. sure once that bursts you're pretty much dead yeah you're done you're just full of poopies yeah. so they just have to go in and untwist it mm-hmm. and then everything but well, a laxative will yeah, do so that. Yeah, so luckily the laxative worked because in a it, few it hours. just breaks everything down to water. So, mm-hmm. it, can go so it could go through. Uh, after he was relieved, he offered to show his skills to the doctor by swallowing the man's watch and chain. The sir, no, I want to wear that. Yeah, that's why I bought it. <laughs> the doctor declined, telling Tarar that he would not hesitate to cut him open to get his items back. <laughs> In 1792, Tarar joined the French Revolutionary Army in order to assist in the War of the First Coalition. And he did this not because he was really into the French. 
He did it because they promised rations. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he yeah, discovered like tiny bits of rations. Yeah, he discovered that military rations could not satiate him, and so he began bartering work for parts of other soldiers' rations. So he was doing their yeah. their jobs for them. He also scavenged, but he experienced extreme exhaustion and was admitted to a military hospital where he was granted quadruple rations. However, he remained hungry. He continued to scavenge through garbage cans for scraps from other patients. He even snuck into the apothecary at night to eat the poultices. Do you know what a poultice is? I had to look it up. It's like this malleable solid that used to compact wounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I couldn't find exactly what it was made of, but I know that Native Americans used to use like sweet potato or pumpkin or squash. I I would imagine a lot of salt and a lot of something that would bind Mm -hmm. that together. I was thinking maybe like they could have used like, you know, butcher scraps or something maybe, but probably not. Probably not. Probably like uh, just like flour or potatoes mixed Mm -hmm. with salt because salt will make it dry dry out. mm -hmm. So they probably mix it with a little bit of water. And pack it. Pack it and then it'll dry. Yeah. So he was eating that shit. Because doctors could not explain his symptoms, he was ordered to stay in the hospital to undergo psychiatric experiments. Doctors tested his capacity for food and in one instance he was allowed to feast unfettered. He ingested 15 meals, including two large meat pies, plates of grease and salt, and four gallons of milk, after which he immediately Sorry, you're fell just asleep. Eating plates of grease? Yeah. He, he literally licked the plates clean. They had set out this meal for 15 people who were supposed to be arriving, but they never arrived. And the doctors were like, okay, go at it. And he ate everything. Sounds great in, you know, when it's not happening to you. I could probably get through two meals. Yeah, it's not. I'm going to go with two. There's be, and, maybe three, depending on how hungry. <laughs> and so these like meat pies, they were like big. Right. You know, they're like to serve a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So I could not eat the meat pies. Yeah. I, well, it depends what kind of meat pie. Like they got weird stuff in them. Yeah, it depends. I like what a they chicken had. pot pie, mm-hmm. but I don't like a meat a pie. A meat pie, yeah. But he just chugged those down and immediately Chug. passed out. He, he liquidized them and then he chugged yep. it. So, he had no teeth. We forgot to mention. Yeah. <laughs> During this experiment, Tarar's body became inflated like a balloon. <gasps> violet, <laughs> you're turning violet. <laughs> Doctors then sought to test what items his body could consume. He was presented with a live cat and tore its abdomen open with his teeth and drank its blood. He Why? Then... <laughs> you just had amazing food. I'd be no, like, this was later. Yeah, but I'd be like, I know you can give me real food. Like, if you're starving or whatever, but I'd be like, they're just like, no, I won't eat the cat. (laughs) No, he didn't give a shit. I'd be like, give me seven plates of bacon. Yeah, no. I'll show you something amazing. But not the cat. (laughs) No. He was fine with it. He then ate the remains off of the bones. Also, blood. Like, that would be the thing I wouldn't. You'll see, he loves blood. But eventually. He's a vampire. (laughs) Eventually, he vomited up the fur and skin. And they said it was like the pellet from an owl. After this, he was fed snakes, lizards, and puppies. He once swallowed an entire eel after crushing its head with his teeth. He said he enjoyed that he could feel it wriggling down his intestines. Well, it's like that octopus dish I really want to try. Oh, where it flails. Where it's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, not alive, but <laughs> just recently dead. After several months of these experiments, military authorities pressured the hospital to return Tarar to active duty. Doctor, They're like, no, he's eating puppies. He's clearly a maniac. <laughs> they were like, I guess. Is he going to start eating people? You'll see. You'll see. 
So Dr. Corville, who had headed the experiments along with a man named Dr. Percy, suggested to authorities that Terrar's unique skills could be put to good military use. A secret document was placed inside of a wooden box, which Terrar swallowed. After two days, the box reemerged in Terrar's excrement, and the message was still... Sorry, how big was the box? I think it was small. It better be. But he... So... He's unique. He can he can eat really big things. So I just mean coming out of him. Oh, I don't think it bothered him. <laughs> but it couldn't have been a big box or else his asshole would have been, would have been torn to shreds. Open. It might have been. We don't know. <laughs> to reward him for this feat, Terrar was given 30 pounds of bull organs, which he happily consumed. Ew, I'd be like, what? Give me some ice cream. I your stupid organs. <laughs> Terrar then began his career as a spy courier for the army. The only problem was Terrar's mental state. Officials were unsure if he could endure the possibility of capture and torture by the other side. Definitely not. They also knew that he was susceptible to being tempted by food. So they sent him on a mission to deliver an important message to a colonel. However, unbeknownst to Terrar... The message he swallowed simply instructed the colonel to notify a general that he had received the message intact. So it was a dummy message. Terrar set off to complete his mission and posed as a German peasant while in Prussian territory. Unfortunately, Terrar could not speak German and was quickly found out. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I know. Prussian authorities captured him and whipped him after finding nothing of importance on his person. After 24 hours of captivity, Terrar broke and told his captors about his mission. He was chained to a toilet, and after 30 hours, the wooden box was dispelled. When the Prussians discovered the dummy message, they were furious and took him to the gallows. After the noose was around his neck, they relented and let him go with little more than a severe beating. They were like, this dude's just fucking weird. Yeah. Let him leave. leave. Desperate to avoid more military service, Terrar returned to the hospital and asked doctors to try to cure him. Doctors tried several remedies, including wine, vinegar, and tobacco pills. Why would any of that help? So the tobacco makes sense because it would dull his taste buds. They were saying, yeah, but, but it, like that's not his little. issue. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't he's think fucking his taste drinking blood out of his gut. Yeah. That can't taste good. It's just copper. <laughs> they fed him laudanum and large amounts of soft-boiled eggs. They were like, we're just going to feed him a shit ton. But he was like, I really don't want to eat these. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only time he was like, I don't want it. Yeah, who wants soft-boiled eggs? Yeah. Tarar also failed to stick to a diet, often sneaking out of the hospital to scrounge for scraps from butcher shops or to hunt stray animals. Yeah, I imagine he's probably starving. Yeah. So he would go out there and he would kind of befriend stray cats and dogs mm-hmm. and like, oh, this is my pet or whatever. And then after a few days, they'd just be gone. You know, he would just save them for when he wanted to eat them. He was caught more than once by hospital staff siphoning blood from other patients and Ew. drinking it. <laughs> That's not even going to fill you up. No, I guess it appealed to him. He also began sneaking down to the morgue. I knew it. He's going to eat them. And he started eating body parts at night. Of course he did. Also. I'm not surprised. I already guessed. I just want to put this in perspective, though. This is the 1700s in France. Think about the states these bodies were in. Well, you don't know what they died with. No, but I mean, 
how long could they have been down there? They said that some of them were really decomposed and some yeah, were fresh. Yeah, but you pick the fresh ones. I don't think he the, gave a shit. The just died ones. The just died. But those are the more, those are the ones that people are going to notice going missing. I think they're going to notice them. Yeah. <laughs> Given the magnitude of his appetite, it is not unreasonable to think that he may have ingested multiple parts or whole bodies at a time. Where would he have put the bones? Just throw them out. No one noticed, noticed a bunch of bones being thrown out? They noticed him eating people. Well, then why didn't they stop him? They were like... Multiple oh. bodies? They were what like, the you scamp. <laughs> you are so, so funny. I'm writing about this in my holiday card. <laughs> you are the best. Well, and also when he kept drinking the blood from other patients, they were like, hey, stop it. They hey, never did anything else. Yeah. That's not no. okay. Bad boy. <laughs> Despite hospital staff monitoring Terrar to prevent him from feeding on animals, other patients, and dead bodies. I mean, out of all of them, you might as well just give them the fucking animals. Yeah, right? Well, so the dead bodies seem to be more of a, like, at least he's not killing anyone to eat or hurting anyone. C- eating dead you bodies know? cannot be good for you. Oh, no. I'm sure it's horrible. So they tried to stop him from doing all this stuff, but he always managed to sneak away because he was so hungry that he would pretty much do anything to eat. Yeah, but you'd think you'd just, after a while, you'd just have an orderly on that, by his bed. <laughs> you'd think, but I think they were a little understaffed, and they're just like, whatever, he's crazy, he's not hurting anyone. That was until a 14-month-old baby went missing. You can't eat the baby, <laughs> boom, boom. Listen, if he's willing to eat a cat and a puppy... He'll eat a baby. <laughs> Babies are much different than cats and puppies. Well, and this is 14 month old. It's more than a year old, so it's big, right? I mean, bigish. Yeah. It can walk. Yeah, and it can start, walk. And it's already talking. This yeah. is a baby that can talk it, to you. He did not care. He was that just it was like, please don't eat me. Yeah. Stop it. Stop. As he's, he's like, like chewing on his leg. He's just like, ah. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> this baby was in the hospital mm-hmm. and it was at night and he went missing from his hospital bed. Okay. Well, maybe it took a stroll. So they said that there was no way the baby could have gotten out. It was like, well, I think it was like right, a, it's a fucking thing. baby. I mean, that was yeah. A joke, and there was no stroll. one else who could have taken this baby. Also, well, who would? Who would take the baby? Also, why is <laughs> the baby in the hospital? I, it might have been sick or something. I don't know. So he's eating sick. That's the thing yeah. about eating dead mm-hmm. bodies, too. You're eating things that have died for some reason. Yes. So sick thing. Well, I mean, it could be heart failure, something non-contagious. The hospital staff immediately suspected him. Of course he ate the baby. They were like, this dude definitely ate this baby. And the doctors that were working with him couldn't defend him anymore. They were like, well, listen, yeah. we can't do this. And they were fairly certain that he had done it, so yeah. they kicked him out of the hospital. Okay. <laughs> They're okay. like, you can't do this. We're done. But they didn't, like, call the police or Oh, anything. no. Cool, cool, cool. It was it was all fair game. Four years <laughs> They're later. They're like, look, we love the body thing. Yes. That's hilarious. It but was all real cute until now. Baby, No, not I mean, live between ones. me and you... I fucking hated that thing too, but <laughs> you can't just eat that. No, it's you have to at least ask the parents first. I mean, you need written consent. Yes, consent is key in anything you do. Yes, you have to have them say eating okay. a child, like that one person in nope, never gonna remember <laughs> Germany somewhere. Oh yeah, I think. Who, Armin Muse. Yeah, who killed yes. and ate the person? Yes, because, but the guy said. But he the could. guy said he could. Yeah. Even he got consent. I mean, he knows consent is key. Yes. Four years later, in 1798, Terrar was taken back to the hospital to see his former doctor, Baron Percy. 
He had been admitted to a different hospital, but requested to be transferred to Percy, who he had become close with in the years prior. Well, he's going to eat him. (laughs) He told Dr. (laughs) Percy that two years earlier, he had swallowed a golden fork, which had never resurfaced. He was now bedridden and extremely ill. You would think they would have just taken, I mean, I guess this was too advanced for them, but you'd think they'd just take his stomach, like parts of his stomach out so that he couldn't eat as much. Yeah. Well, like what they did to me. Yeah. You know, but back then I imagine excessive eating is probably from hormones more than it is from stuff. I mean, well, we'll, we'll find out. So, um, after examining him, Percy discovered that Tarar had tuberculosis. He had intestinal tuberculosis. Oh, that's um, what you get for eating sick people, you fuck. Yeah, that they were saying that he probably either ate scraps that someone who had tuberculosis had eaten, or he ate someone who died of tuberculosis. Yeah. Because probably that's how both. it gets into your intestines. Instead of, usually we think about the respiratory tuberculosis, but this was inside of him. Yeah, but I was going to say, there was like an outbreak. God, why was I reading this? <laughs> I don't know why I was reading this, but in one of the wars, there was an outbreak of tuberculosis because the person who was making all the food. Yes. And they all had it in their intestines mm-hmm. because they were eating the food that yeah. she, the cook mm-hmm. had touched. I like, think it was a guy. But. If you're exposed to it from someone coughing or right, in the then air, it's then it's respiratory. Yeah. And that's the one we most think of, yeah. but this was different. He spent one month in the hospital before he began experiencing exudative diarrhea and is that different from regular i think (laughs) so and he died shortly after so he he technically died of diarrhea (laughs) he was 26 years old well he deserved it he ate a fucking baby (laughs) unless that baby showed up later and was just like hey Hey, where's where's boom boom i'm not calling boom (laughs) boom boom. it's much easier to say (laughs) when his body was taken to the morgue the surgeons refused to dissect it why the body began rotting at a rapid rate. Why would rate. they refuse to dissect it? It smelled really bad. Just dissect it. They were like, no, like, this is fucking foul. Yeah, we but can't. letting it sit there and rot is going to make it worse. <laughs> uh, one doctor named Tassier was determined to examine the medical anomaly and eventually perform the autopsy. Some say he kind of wanted to find that golden fork and sell it. So. I mean, either or. It's <laughs> probably what gave him TB. Yeah. Tassier found that Terrar had an abnormally wide gullet that allowed others to see all the way down to his broad canal when his jaw was open. Ew. Yeah. In fact, it was noted that the top of his mouth to his tongue measured at about one foot. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. He's like a snake. <laughs> That's so... It's so big. It's so big. <laughs> I'm trying to open yeah, my no, mouth you that can't. big and I can't. Even when I open it really as wide as I can, I mean, I mean what, like two inches? Yeah. <laughs> at most. <gasps> Fucking crazy. His body was filled with pus Ew. from the tuberculosis. TB is no it's joke. It's nasty. Fucking, I knew a girl who worked at the daycare mm-hmm. who had TB, and she had to get x-rays like every month because it can, it can flame up, which I didn't know, yeah. at any time, and you won't know. It might kill you before you even know. Yeah. So anytime she had like a cough or anything, she, she had, had to, to go. go. And she had to go yeah. like once a month to get an x-ray because that's the only way. Mm-hmm. You'd Cause, know. Yeah. Because if you don't have TB, you just get that little like shot. Mm-hmm. 
But if you have it, it'll come out positive. Yeah. So you have to go and get an X-ray. You have to keep going. I'm always surprised to hear that people have TB like nowadays because oh, I yeah. think of it as such an olden nope. times disease. And then once you get it, it's always there. Yep. It's like mono. So his gallbladder and liver were enlarged. His stomach was predictably enormous, but it was also covered in ulcers. Ooh, that's rough. The stomach took up the vast majority of his abdominal cavity, and the fork was never found. <laughs> really? Never recovered. Yeah. Huh. This was all they could find out before the stench of the rotting corpse became overpowering and the body had to be disposed of. And these people are military hospital doctors, so they're used to seeing gross shit and smelling gross shit, and they were like, nah, away. Mm, but it was all men, so I don't believe that. <laughs> men are weak. Yeah, men are weak. <laughs> I was doing some research, and the prevailing theory is that he probably sustained some kind of head injury as a child that led to amygdala damage. Mm-hmm. And he could have also had hyperthyroidism. But no one for sure knows because all of the the theories about what it was, they all kind of fit, but nothing fits entirely. It's like he'd have to have more than one. Like that fits Mm -hmm. if he also has, like with the giant stomach and stuff Mm -hmm. and thyroid is like you have to have all of it. Yeah. So like the fact that he had a big stomach, you would think you'd just be obese then, right? Because you eat and eat. Like what is it that's causing him to lose the weight? Yeah. Like, he can't absorb calories, which is why mm-hmm. he has diarrhea. Yeah. I wonder if there's, like, any disease or whatever where you can't absorb calories. Well, so hyperthyroidism but kind of fits because that you just burn everything yeah, real quickly but, so you can't gain, gain weight, really. But that doesn't make people eat so much. No. That would be the amygdala damage because he wouldn't yeah. have that regulatory system where it's like, right. you know, you're not hungry anymore. Also, side note. That has to be what's wrong with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm hungry all the time. That well, has to be it. That's people, you know, like me who have the gastric sleeve surgery. Also, I've had so many concussions. I don't really know how this brain is still together. Is still... I think it's just broken into pieces Ticking. at this point. That would be like the, okay, that's why he can't stop eating. But his mouth. That's weird. His ability to eat. These weird things. I mean, I do know people who have huge mouths, but his is beyond. That's the thing. I would say the most I've seen is like six inches. Yeah. Huge mouth. Yeah. Yeah, That would be like huge. That's Mm -hmm. a huge mouth. And the fact that he can just open his mouth and you could see down to his stomach. Yeah. It's like a lot of different things. Yeah. And so some people were saying... Well, there has to be something mentally wrong with him. I don't... Because... I mean, mean, if he eats a baby, then obviously, but like... So, a lot of people were like, well, you know, to eat a corpse or a live animal, there has to be something mentally wrong with you. The live animal and the corpse don't bother me, only because imagine being starved. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how he felt. Exactly. The baby bothers me, because Mm -hmm. to eat a baby is completely different. (laughs) than to eat an animal or someone who's already dead. Mm -hmm. But because like, I I mean, people during the Great Depression, there were cases of people who would eat other people who died because you're just so hungry. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, they're already dead. There's nothing I can do. But if I eat them, I could survive Mm -hmm. long enough to maybe get another meal. Yeah. So like, I get that part. 
It's the baby that's like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. But he could have just also had, I mean, some people are good at dissociating things. Mm -hmm. So he could have been like, okay, we don't know why that baby was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So maybe he knew the baby was sick or that the baby's family was dead or whatever. And he was just like, look. I'm just going to eat this thing. It's me or the baby. Yeah. And I'm not going to let it be me. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Some people are like that. I couldn't eat a baby. And we also don't know what he did in those four years from when he was kicked out of the hospital to when he died. Right. He could have killed, like, like if he's killing people to satisfy his hunger, then something's mentally wrong with Mm -hmm. him. Because there are lots of people who starve to death because they're not going to kill people. You know what I mean? But if he's not killing anyone, then it's probably just. Plus, he's only 100 pounds, so yeah. he literally is starving. Like, yeah. Like, if he was 600 pounds, you could go a while without, without a meal. eating. But, like, if you're 100 pounds, you really can't. He really had nothing to lose. So when his body's all mm-hmm. of a sudden burning the f- little fat that he has, he probably feels it like he's about to die. Yeah. And well, we don't know. He could have. We don't know if he went two days without eating, if maybe he would just collapse right there and die. Yeah. Well, and because... When he did have food available, he ate over 100 pounds of food Mm -hmm. in order to feel okay. We know that he had to just be constantly looking for something. Constantly hungry. Like, the thing about this story is that initially you're like, he eats so much and gains no weight. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, no, he is constantly starving. And that's what makes it really disturbing. Right. Because also when you eat, like eating is crazy because it's it's kind of like sex. It's like those people who like constantly have orgasms or Mm -hmm. whatever. And you're like, that's (laughs) not the worst thing in the world. But imagine something that you're supposed to, that's supposed to satisfy you. Never, Never satisfying. Does. Yeah. So your whole life becomes that thing. Your, his whole life became eating. He couldn't ever enjoy anything because it was just, I need my next meal. I need, yeah. It's like if for your whole life, all you ate was like a piece of bread and then had to wait hours and hours and hours for the next meal. Mm-hmm. Until you get that next piece of bread, you're going to be like, I want that piece. You know, like, yeah. because nothing ever makes you full. You'll mm-hmm. never be, you know. And aside from the time when they let him eat that right. big spread, right. it seems like he was always and searching. I'm curious how long it took him to get hungry after he ate that big spread. Me too. Like if it took I hours mean, and hours, if it took a day, if it took... they. I think it was a few hours mm-hmm. because they said after that he fell asleep which it's was probably the thing. same amount it would take us if we ate a proportionally large meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. after we a few eat hours to digest a little. We're like, oh, but then three hours later you're like, I want pie. Yeah. And they also said that when he was full... Mm-hmm. Like, when he got to that point, his eyes would kind of glaze over. There were all these weird physical signs. Right. Well, he was finally satisfied yeah. with the one thing he's searching for all the time. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It, it's very sad. And then you see yeah. the lengths someone it's, will go to. I mean, this doesn't really... I mean, his case is obviously a lot worse. But it's mm-hmm. like when you're on a diet and you eat and you're kind of full. But, like, then you get that feeling of, like... Oh, but eventually I'm going to be hungry again. Because it's like, it's something you can't, you physically can't live without. Mm -hmm. Like, he has to eat. Yeah. And now he has this weird case where it's like, well, now he has to eat a lot. Mm -hmm. But there's no one providing him with it. Yeah. And this was also during the French Revolution. There wasn't Mm -hmm. a lot of food to go around to begin with. It's not like a lot of people are rich and wealthy and are like, yeah, okay, people yeah, are we're starving. a hospital. We can give you all these, all this food. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you can get as much food as everyone else. Yeah. And, and that it, doesn't sustain you. Sorry. I mean, 
it just sounds exhausting. Yeah. Honestly, to be him. And also, he's tiny. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? So tiny. it's like, it's crazy to think mm-hmm. about. And then he died when he was 26. It's for the best. It probably is. <laughs> he probably ate as much food as a person does in a lifetime in those 26 yeah, years. So once you eat people, <laughs> I feel like there's no going back. I think he would have gladly continued doing it if his body hadn't given out. And I wonder if he was presented with the idea of like, okay, for the rest of your life, you'll get as much food as you want. That's the thing. See if he's mentally ill. Like, I wonder if he'd still be like, oh, I want to eat people or animals. No, see, I... Or if after that, he'd be like, great, then I'm not going to do that. I think apart from doing it as the sideshow act and just out of necessity, he didn't particularly enjoy it more than but eating real food. he did drink the blood out of that cat, which is like, why? Yeah, well, because, well, he was eating the entire cat. Right, but he, you said he drank the blood he from did. the cat. He drank the blood and it. then ate it. Yeah. So, it's so not why as wouldn't messy. You, why wouldn't you pour the blood out? Because it's something to fill his stomach. But it's, it's not. It's edible. Like, there's, I mean, sure, but everything's edible. You just mm-hmm. put it in your mouth and swallow it. There you go. Yeah. But, like, he could have ate rocks on the street then in he that did. case. He did. He yeah. ate rocks a lot. <laughs> well, he ate know. pretty much anything to make him feel full. Yeah. Yeah. Corks were a big thing. He would eat sharp things sometimes. Sharp things show. were never, never great. It wouldn't fill you up. That's the thing. That, that's why yeah, it was just it would for the sideshow. Yeah. It was stuff like that. But it's just such a wild story. If you have an, a special skill, the military will try to use it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would ever sign up for the military if anything is ever wrong with you or you're different in any way. Yeah. No. He was just like, well, instead of going through the garbage can and eating things I would have just stayed with the sideshow. I'd be like, fine, this is great. At least he, I get food. I think the problem was he got tired of traveling. That's why he started yeah, well, just being a street performer oh, well, in Paris. like... <laughs> I mean, I get tired of a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, you just keep going. But, but as long as you get, you're getting fed mm-hmm. and you have a place to stay, and you're not in the fucking military. <laughs> Never go in the. Military. You're a hundred pounds. You can't. I know he was so tiny, and he also had all that skin, and he yeah. smelled terrible. Could you imagine constantly sweating? I mean, could you imagine that coming at you with a bayonet, though? <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah, I'd turn around. You'd be like, okay, I guess the yeah. French win. I can't take this right now. You get, you get within 20 paces of him, yeah. and you suddenly just pass out from yeah. the stench. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. That's That should have been his secret <laughs> weapon. His stench. But nope. He had to resort to cannibalism. <laughs> I mean, well, it happens to people like this. happens to like the best of us. <laughs> That story always fascinates me so much. The soccer team that crashed. Well, maybe you could cover that for one of our wild cards. Love it. Definitely will. I also love the the fucking, not the Dilatov pass. (laughs) The The Donner Party? Yeah, the Donner Party. I want to read that book. So interesting. Last podcast did a whole series on it. It was so good. Amazing. It was a really great series. So much involved in it. It was just crazy. I loved it. (laughs) Well. That's our first wild card episode. Yay. I hope you enjoyed the weirdness of it. Yeah. And we'll do another one again later. It'll be yeah. Reppy's turn to tell me something weird. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. So thank you all for being Patreon supporters. I hope you guys enjoy this new format Yay. for your bonus episode. I do, I do too. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. Me too. Okay. We will see you all later. Bye. Bye.